Hello, hello. This is Michelle Marburg. It's good to have you back. Um, you can find me on my social media channels. I'll link to all of those in the in the um, comment section or in the notes section over here. You can find me on my blog, on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Um, now, with me today, I have the people that know me personally know that my daughter is a bit of an MMA fanatic. Uh, she loves her mixed martial arts, and today I have with me, her coach, um, and he's based in Centurion. He's he's been an absolute inspiration to us for almost two years now. Um, he's Amber's informal life coach, and he's a pretty awesome guy. Uh, Sean Harris, thanks for joining me. Thank you. <laughs> it's really, really good to have you on today. Um, now, I've I've been wondering, and you've you've been telling the kiddies stories and all this of like how you started and when you were little. But yeah. what actually got you into MMA? Why MMA? Well, firstly, at the age of fourteen, um, I happened to catch my neighbour, who was a good friend of mine, walk up past the house in a fancy-looking martial arts suit, and I happened to ask him where he was going, and he was he told me at that point he was going to go do Taekwondo, which is a, a Korean martial art. And uh, he asked me if I want to join him. So um, I thought, well, let me give it a bash. I've always wanted to do martial arts. As a youngster, my mom never signed me up for any karate lessons or anything. So this was a golden opportunity for me to give it a bash. So I followed him to the gym. And after my first lesson of Taekwondo at the age of 14, I was hooked. Aww. And I didn't look back. And I carried on doing Taekwondo until I got my second degree black belt. Um, in 1994, I, I got my Springbok colors. So I was SA champ. Wow. And then I decided to explore different martial arts. Um, at that stage, no one knew what MMA was in South Africa, but I started doing it. I trained under Rodney King, the original MMA instructor of South Africa. Mm -hmm. um, at that stage as well, I'd heard of capoeira. So I started oh, you know, okay. playing around with some of the capoeira as well. And again, I was hooked. Oh, uh, wow. Now it's 20, almost 26 years later. I've got my second degree black belt in Taekwondo. I did some boxing with the military. I trained under, under Rodney King. Um, I trained under Mestre Lucas, who was in Hatfield with the Capoeira. Um, I've really been spoiled in terms of my, my lineage when it comes to training. I've trained with some of the best. I've trained with uh, Matt Thornton, who's mm. Conor McGregor's head coach. Yes. Um, I trained with Mestre Baravento, an Australian Capoeira instructor, which also opened up my eyes. Oh, wow. And I've just had... So much passion for it. I, like I said, I haven't looked back. Um, Twenty-six years, lots of aches and pains, but I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't change it for a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my, that's my background. That's where it comes from. Oh, wow! But you see, greatness attracts greatness. <laughs> that is, that's the way it is, me. Like seriously, you, if you, you, if you're, I've, I've noticed, and you can call it whatever you want. You can call it the, the law of attraction. You can call it God. You can call it whatever. Yeah. If you're a good person, you attract good things. Right? Like if you do good stuff, then good stuff comes. Good back. stuff comes to you, okay? Yeah, so, you. <laughs> and I mean, you've honestly the way you treat these kitties, nay, what you actually do for them. It's I've seen such a change. I, I tell everybody, I, I've seen such a change in Amber as a person since she started with you. What it's now been a year and a half, almost yeah, two years. Yeah. It, it was yeah. I think February twenty fifteen. She started with yeah. you. Yeah. No, it's 16, 2016. And, um, yeah, last year, we were in 17. Yes, we are in yeah. 17. Yeah. And she's, I tell everybody, she's gotten so physically strong. She's physically strong and mentally strong now. 
where yeah, look we still have i mean with the tweeny issues and all of that yeah. creeping in now but we we have she has a solid um foundation that she's building on if i like i mean i spoke to you the other day about some issues she was having and mm. you you didn't even leave it until the next day you said immediately okay let me talk to her it's gonna be like five minutes and you gave her a quick pep talk and that's what i mean like she listens to you when she doesn't always listen to us and she respects you and that's you. <laughs> like i told i was telling um another lady at the mma gym the other day when you guys were practicing I told her, you know, the the one thing I love about what she's doing with you is the fact that the kids respect you, but they like you. So it's not like they're scared of you, yeah. but you you enforce, you have like this presence that commands respect. Thank you. <laughs> no, well, and you're, Thank you. I mean, you're easy to talk to as well, which is which is pretty cool because most people like the old ballet dunnies and yeah. the, they're sort of intimidating. You don't yeah. want to you don't want to sit and chat with them because. Yeah. They have this, I don't know, dominating thing going. Yeah, that atmosphere. Like, yeah, and the kids yeah. are scared of them. Yeah. The kids go yeah. and they obey because they're fearful. Yeah. It's not because yeah. they enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I wanted to ask, how did you get involved with the gym that you're at now? Because you're teaching at the Mud Sports Center at the moment. Yeah. But I know you're also teaching at a few other places, school-wise and yeah, so well, on. Currently, I'm at start? five different private schools. Um, um, uh, I started... I didn't know I was going to be a martial arts instructor. It was it was an absolute fluke. Um, I actually did my certificate in trade metrology. Hmm. And the same week I got my certificate, I gave in my re- my resignation. <laughs> and I took my, my car allowance and I spent it on a whole bunch of nonsense. <laughs> so I didn't want to do that. That wasn't why. Yeah. I, wasn't, I didn't want to be in the corporate world. And okay. some lady rang my doorbell and she was a principal of a school. And she had recognized me from teaching her son Taekwondo. Oh. And she asked me if I'd like to come teach Taekwondo at her school. Mm. And then they, they took a huge liking to it. Then she offered me a position to be a, a phys ed teacher. Oh. And then it just started growing. And then I thought, well, if I'm, if I'm doing it successfully at this private school, I'm going to try open a, a class. Yes. And then I started a class there near Planet Fitness in Enox Park. And the snowball effect happened. It just started growing and growing. Without advertising, yeah. without marketing, Word of mouth. people were just talking. Mm. And then I decided to take a chance and go to the Mat Sports Center, and that's 12, 12 13 years ago. Wow. And um, it just, I, I didn't look back. It just grew. It went from strength to strength. And then I realized that this is this is perhaps my calling. Yes. You know, I get to love, I really love what I do. Um, not many people can say they, they do what they love. There's a saying, mm. if you... If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. I yes. don't work. I mean, I train. I work with children. I work with adults. I teach I teach them how to protect themselves. Um, I teach them core things, characteristics, which are great, you know, like confidence, um, mm. you know, uh, recognizing situations which you weren't aware of before, like in the bullying program. Yes. So um, that just kind of grew. Um, I didn't think that I was going to be a martial arts instructor. Uh, like I said, the lady, if she didn't ring the doorbell and ask me <laughs> to come to a school, goodness know where, goodness would know where I am today. But uh, I don't regret it. I wouldn't change my job for anything. I can't see myself sitting behind a desk. Yeah. To me, it's about empowering people, making them fit, making them strong, contributing to their well-being. Mm. Um, 
and learning how to protect yourself. Making a difference. Making a difference in the world. You know, I think you make a difference if your mm. attitude is right. Like you mentioned earlier on the other instructors that was intimidating that. In my martial arts mm. career, I respected my, my martial arts instructors, my coaches. But never to the, the point where I would sit with the guy and have a heart-to-heart. Yes. I don't want to be that coach. Mm. If any of my students, whether it's a child or an adult, have got an issue, I want them to be comfortable to speak with me yeah because at the end of the day what we do is difficult you're learning to fight you're learning to stay calm in pressurized situations so if you can't have a good relationship with your coach or with the student and speak about the normal issues in life Mm. i don't think you will grow in that pressurized situation yes people look at mma and they, they say it's very brutal in this and you know it's you're hurting each other but if it's done in the right environment with the right coaching and the right skills there's way more benefits. There's way more mm. pros than cons. And that attitude, what you learn from the gym, from the MMA, you can put in any aspect of your life, whether it's schooling, whether it's relationships, religion, mm. later on in the business world. You can take all those skills and you can you can apply mm. it, which I think is good. And, you know, it's valuable. It's, mm. It gives more depth to, to what I do, to what yeah. we do. But I also think with, um, if someone asked me the other day, like, why would you want to do that? Because, I mean, Amber is a blonde, blue-eyed little girl. People tell me, oh, she should go do modeling. We should get her into modeling. That kid doesn't want to do modeling. No, <laughs> she wants to fight. She, she should do modeling yeah. that if she want, but she has to learn how to protect herself. No, but the thing is, she wants to fight. This yeah. is her thing. Like, people yeah. stand and gape at me when I tell them, my little pretty little girl yeah. wants to go get punched in the face you voluntarily know, as, human, as humans we are <laughs> we are broken down to our core mm. you are wired with two two things that come to mind you know they talk about in the caveman days you know what would you do if a saber-toothed tiger attacked mm. you whatever you know and it's wired in all of us whether you're this big or you're that big and yeah. people don't want to hear it but we are designed to fight yeah you've got fight and you've got flight mm. and if that saber-tooth is coming you've got two options you can either run away or you can face that saber tooth. And from mm. a family point of view, you must learn how to fight. You must learn how to protect your family. You must learn yes. how to protect your siblings and that. So, you know, society says we need to be civil. We should stay away from violence. And violence doesn't solve anything. Mm. But in your core as a human, you are designed to fight. Mm. So you don't have to do it in a barbaric way. You don't have to be in the streets. You don't have to cause trouble and be malicious. Yes. But if you're in a a controlled environment if you're in a gym you know with professionally done you know um, mm. you can you can benefit from it yeah. you take away the violence you take away the fighting aspect and there's mm. science behind it there's yeah. an art behind it we were watching the other day as part of our um, I wasn't feeling too well so I decided to put the documentary on for the kids we watched fight science Brilliant. the documentary fight Brilliant. science yeah. it was amazing um, man what's a jiu-jitsu master Kevin always talks Bricks about him Gracie. Gracie they had him on there yeah. And where they were talking about um, how he's never he's never actually pushed his what he can do yeah. to its full extent because yeah. he never wants to harm his opponent yeah. Yeah. or he doesn't want to harm them. So they would um, they gave him a crash test dummy yeah. to do all of his maneuvers on, yeah. and the results came back. So he said it was quite different doing uh, being able to to do that to yeah. an opponent yeah. air quotes because. Um, it's all about control. It's all yeah. about you not you're not trying to show. Oh, look how strong I am, and look, uh, you know, you're not yeah. um, doing that. 
the bullyproof program that's what i wanted to ask you yes. as well is yes. how did that start because that's what amber started on is the bullyproof program i was bullied in school uh-huh. um not badly bullied but I, I was bullied you know the guys would push you around and shove you and laugh at you or try humiliate you in class all through primary school and in the beginning of high school maybe subconsciously that's why i decided to take up the martial arts i've always been a martial arts fan i mean when i think back when i was young in uh, nursery school I used to dress up as a ninja. Oh. I always wanted ninja <laughs> stars and nunchucks and bow stars. Mm. So I've always wanted to do martial arts. But the bullying, it stopped in high school when I started doing Taekwondo because the word spread. And, you mm. know, if, if I could take the martial arts as a tool to, to stop what happened to me in high school in terms of bullying, mm. I think every other child should get it. They should have that opportunity. Mm. Apparently, one in four children get bullied. And the kids of today have to deal with so much more than normal physical bullying. Yes. There's the emotional bullying. There's the cyber bullying. You know, they, they've got to deal with so much more, like I said, than what you and I mm-hmm. had to. Mm-hmm. So martial arts is more than just kicking and punching. Yeah. Number one, you learn to master your body. Number two, when you're able to master these techniques, you can protect yourself. Mm. And every child needs to have that. Every person needs to know how to protect themselves. I mean, Absolutely. we can't mess around. We live in horrible times. The world is a its a sad place. Mm. There's violence and bad news left, right, and center. That's true. So, you know, if I can teach people how to punch and kick, if I can teach them how to protect themselves, if I can raise their confidence, their self-esteem, mm. learn to recognize bullying signs to avoid it, yeah. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And then, uh, what is the bullyproof? The bullyproof includes boxing, kickboxing, capoeira, jiu-jitsu. You learn the boxing, the kickboxing. You learn the grappling, mm. which is the jiu-jitsu and the wrestling. And then the capoeira comes in as a flam. It's the it's the sugar. It's, yes. it's the icing sugar on the cake because most people are drawn to the system with the capoeira because of its beauty. Yes. But then we kind of get them in the door with the capoeira <laughs> then we teach them the boxing, the kickboxing and the, the grappling because yes. realistically speaking, the boxing, kickboxing and grappling is what's going to save you yes. if there's an altercation. Yes. Capoeira can, don't get me wrong. No, but you, you but show off in so front of the long. friends more with yeah, <laughs> that. The capoeira is like to get your attention. Yes. But in terms of self-preservation... The grappling, the boxing, and kickboxing are by far mm. superior. Mm. So they learn all of it. In Bullyproof, yeah. they learn all the systems. Because I remember Amber still in the beginning, she did wrestling, and we started her. We actually went to the MMA gym. I don't know if I ever told you how we got a hold of you. Word of mouth, one of my students, one of my school students, mm. I think his cousin used to come to you for classes or something, and he told me about it. And him and Kevin, my husband, wanted to go do a class with you and then we ended up at the mma gym well at the mudsport center and there was a wrestling class going on and we rocked up there and we're like hey we're looking for sean the mma guy like no uh, you know we can give you his number and in the end amber ended up doing for two three months she ended up doing wrestling and mma okay and then what happened was they kept on having to switch out her opponents because she was the only girl in a class of 40 boys yeah. with the wrestling. Yeah. And she was completely dominating it with yeah. what she was learning with you. So we just sort of gave up eventually because she wasn't learning anything new there. And we just <coughs> let her put all of her energy into what she was doing with you. Yeah. But she also started off with, oh, the capoeira, the capoeira. Yeah. Yeah. And then now, I mean, that kid... 
Yeah. Oh, she loves the jiu-jitsu. And she, yeah. she's actually less into capoeira now than what she was in the beginning, in the but beginning. she's more yeah. well-rounded in all, yeah. The, yeah. in all the disciplines. Yeah. Or she's enjoying them on more of an equal level, yeah. which is good, for, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. That is good. That is good. Mm. Then, yes, you've actually had so many. I know Shauna has started her own thing, and um, then also Yevan has also started his yeah. own class. Yeah. How, what, what's happened with some of your students that got, because I know some of your students also fight nationally, internationally? Yeah, um, I've got two fighters who have done their pro ams. Um, Shauna, uh, the other fighter of mine, he did very well. He's belittling his opponents in the cage, left, right, <laughs> and center. Yevan's also doing very well. Yes. Um, he had the opportunity to go abroad and do the capoeira with the, the Brazilians, which is mm. always an eye-opener. Yes. Um, Coach Shona also went to Brazil. Um, she coaches for me in yeah, down the road in Razzler. Mm-hmm. She's got a gymnastics background, and she's yes. also done MMA with me for, for a very long time. So she's also got a lot of knowledge. Yes. And for ladies to see another lady do what she does, for example, I yes. think that's very empowering. So it's good to have someone under you that's... Um, of the opposite sex because mm. everyone looks at MMA martial arts and it's all about guys it's all yes, about, and at yes. the end of the day the ladies need to know it before the guys do mm. because the ladies are more than likely going to use it yeah. and not the guys mm. um, Dalen did very well for me he was also coaching for me at another MMA gym mm. but unfortunately his current job stole all his time mm. so that kind of weathered away but um, I'm very proud to say that Coach Ivan, Coach Shona even Dalen and Shauna is competing mm. for us. They, they're shining the light. They, they, they're carrying our colors, the martial way colors, in a, in a brilliant way. Yes. And what's nice is the guys have got good hearts. They're humble. You know, they've got a lot of skill. Mm. And uh, they also have that passion. You know, a lot of people will be put in a situation where they've got to teach or they've got to coach. But they don't have that drive. They don't no. want to share the knowledge. That's not the case with these guys. They mm. want to do it. They mm. want to teach. They want to show the people. Yeah. And that's good because it draws good energy to the to the gym, yes. to the system. It honestly shines through because I know with um, that's another thing that actually got uh, that's one of the big reasons why Amber enjoys evening classes so much is when the big guys yeah. have their when when you guys play capoeira, yeah. um, and oh we can we can sit there and look for hours because we also <laughs> go and watch and it is so beautiful to Excellent. see. But then those like you and the other coaches, you are so good at what you do, yet you can work with the little ones. You can, I mean, you can roll with Hohaiki, no. who's, what, two and a half, no. and you won't hurt her. No. That's, no. that's that's what I love about the feel around the gym, or no. around martial way, is that no. it's not this thing of, I'm bigger than you, I have to no. show my, no. you know, I need to I need to show you how big no. I am. No. It's respect on all levels. That's it. And that's it. You've got I to respect the little ones, they respect you. That's mm. the reality of it. It works both ways. And that's what's nice about martial arts. You learn that. Yes. You learn about respect, about loyalty, mm. being able to humble yourself. Because there's always a bigger, badder guy out there that can beat you. But that's yeah. not the case. You yeah. know, it's about mastering yourself, learning awesome skills, getting strong and staying fit. Yes. That's what it's about. That's, oh, it's wonderful. And then, um, the, okay, what I wanted to ask you about homeschooler specifically, right? Because that's one of the reasons why we started um, Amber with with you. Was for the first time ever, she actually had some time to do, uh, we stopped school because she never had time for anything. Because it was homework in the afternoons, it was, it was crazy. A day in our lives was crazy. Yeah. 
So a day in our lives is crazy, uh, or was crazy, and then we stopped um, her school. We had her do homeschooling, and she had to choose an extra mural that she could do. So she yeah. started with us. Now, why is this such a good social sport? Why would you say for kiddies? <laughs> look, any any extra mural is obviously good because they learn to play in a team and all that. But yeah. with homeschooling kids, they don't have such bullying issues really as the mainstream kids do or whatever. But why is it still good for them? Because it preps you for what's going to happen when that day comes when you're an adult, maybe you're in a conference and uh, there's your peers are there, you've got people that are high up in the business world and maybe you feel intimidated. Um, you can deal with that because mm. the pressure you, you learn to stay calm with, so to speak, in, in, in MMA is second to none. I mean, in MMA you could have a guy sitting on top of you, punching you in the face, and the last <laughs> thing you want to do is panic. Yes. Now, if you can have that mindset in the boardroom, um, even at Spur, if you're busy having a meal with your husband and the kids are playing with the other kiddies and something happens, they will have the tools yes. to deal with it. I would rather want all my students to have the tools and never use them. Mm. They need the tools and, and not have them. Yes. You know, so if you're a homeschool child and you're not in the bullying scenario, you, you can't be naive and think your child's never going to get bullied. It's going to happen at some mm. point or the other. Mm. So again, you as a parent, you, me as a coach and a parent, I want my children to have the skills to deal with whatever comes their mm. way. Touch wood, they don't have to. Yes. You know I mean? They'll be fantastic. But that's not how the world works. Yeah, but when you mentioned earlier Spur, we actually had one time with Amber, um, a little boy was bullying another, well, I think it was a little girl. And he was telling her, Yo, you can't jump here. Yeah. My father's going to kill you, the child says to them. And um, Amber came to me and she told me this. And I just told her, you know what, just ignore it, just leave it. But I knew, it, it made me very happy knowing that if something were to happen, like a, a, she can stand up for her friends. Exactly. She can actually protect her friends, exactly. the little ones, the smaller ones. Yep. She tends to hang out with the toddlers and yep. they, they kind of flock to her. The little ones <laughs> flock to her. Yep. So she's like their protector. She's got a good energy. So yes, yes, her. exactly. They're attracted <laughs> to her. I love it. Um, and then, was it good physical exercise, MMA? Why, why does it work? Like, if you think uh, cardio-wise or whatever, like everything you're supposed to get in, yeah. does MMA cover all of that? Absolutely. You know, there's so many different disciplines, so many different sports that, you know, are... They, they're specific about certain types of exercise. Like if you're a marathon runner, it's all about cardio. Mm. If you're a sprinter, it's all about explosiveness and power. You know, yeah. if, you, if you're in the gym and you're doing weightlifting, it's all about strength. Mm. Um, if you're doing yoga, it's all about flexibility. Yes. You know, MMA, you, as, a, as a martial artist, a mixed martial artist, you have to embrace all of those. Mm -hmm. So it gives you a very well-rounded, a very well-balanced workout, which is mm. obviously good for your body. You have to be strong in MMA. Yes. You have to be explosive. You have mm. to have cardio, and you have to be flexible. Yes. And that's the reality of it. So all the exercises we do will embrace one of those four avenues, so to speak. Yes. Um, it's second to none. Um, MMA is probably, it is the hardest workout you're going to get mm. under the sun. People who just do boxing and kickboxing, they just need to worry about striking. You know, people who just do judo or wrestling... They must just worry about grappling. Um, MMA, you need to worry about both of those. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's a, it's a brilliant workout. Um, very good for the body. And obviously, if it's good for the body, it's also good for the mind. Yes, absolutely. 
Okay, so what does a typical class look like? Because um, I know you like mixing it up. Like you'll do a little bit of um, cardio and then you'll go back to something like push-ups and then you'll do yeah. some. What does a typical class look like? Okay, well, firstly, you want to warm the, the martial artist or the client up. So cardio starts off the, the class. So the good three-minute run with the little ones, with the adults, we run for five minutes. Um, then we'll go straight into strength or stretching. What I like to do is between every drill we do, we do a set of strength. Some MMA um, gyms or coaches will have you do all the strength in the beginning of the class mm. or all the strength at the end of the class. And I, I know why they do it, but I don't wholeheartedly agree with it because if you do all the strength and cardio in the beginning of the class, you've got no energy left mm. to focus on the technique. Yes. Okay, so um, I prefer to span it between the exercises so after our warm-up and we stretch we'll do a set of push-ups and jackknife strengthen the arms the back and the core then we'll work a technique or two and then we'll do the strength again mm -hmm. do another technique or two do the strength again um, if you come to the adult classes the guys at the end of the evening they've easily done over 200 reps of push-ups and jackknife sure. and you know it's it's good strength yes know? um and then obviously after you've done your warm-up your your main core of the workout so to speak or the lesson it needs to be followed by a cool down mm. and uh, the cool down is always passive and slow to slow down the heartbeat mm. you know what i mean to stretch the body out mm -hmm. and um after your cool down then that's the end of the class not yeah. always though because the kids play afterwards yeah, they, they love play. playing zombie yeah. wars and they love playing and i see you were clever with the zombie wars because it includes a lot of capoeira moves the, the zombie wars <laughs> is cardio intense a lot of yes. people look at the game and they see you running on all fours and they think oh you know, try run around on all fours for a minute um, or two. You know, it's it's taxing. Your heart beats, your lungs are working, um, all the limbs are going. And balance. Balance, coordination. Because oh. in my in my uh, job, I see a lot of people, parents who, they're upset because their children don't have, you get gross motor skills, okay, mm. and then you get articulate. Yes. And a lot of children lack the gross motor skills. Mm -hmm. For example... They didn't crawl enough as a child. Or, yeah. You know, they were putting those baby rings the whole time. Yes. And then they, they're walking on the balls of their feet or their toes. Mm -hmm. So when they walk, they don't walk properly. Yes. And as a, as a human being, you've got to go through those stages to, to develop yourself. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing about martial arts. You can bridge the gap. Yeah. So if your child, for example, missed out on a lot of crawling in the zombie wars, you've got to crawl. <laughs> you've got yes. to be on all fours. So you're already stimulating the brain. Mm. You're moving all four limbs. So, besides the cardio, besides the cooling down or the, the craziness behind the game, you're stimulating the mind. Yes. And so, there's a method behind there, it. That's it. You know, you, you get smarter with exercise. Yeah. Every time you use the right side of your body, you stimulate the left hemisphere of your brain and vice versa. Yes. So, you're getting smarter and you're not even aware of it. That's actually something I forgot to tell you, that um, when I was in grade R, we took her for evaluation. Yeah. And they said she has balancing issues yeah. and she has issues crossing the midline. Yeah. And it's been completely fixed. Well, she has no problems whatsoever when it comes to like, she never used to climb trees. That yeah. kid's climbing trees now. She never beautiful. used to be so wild outside. She used yeah. to be like a, a quiet inside child. Yeah. Introvert. And now, yeah, yeah, now she's doing her thing outside. She's climbing. I caught her the other day. She was supposed to be watching her sister. And I caught her on the, there's like this, um, uh, like this, man like a little roof thingy outside that you can chill <laughs> yeah she climbed up there she's sitting there like a little monkey and yeah. i come in there and i'm like amber what are you doing yeah. she's sitting there looking at me like 
Oh no, she saw me. Yeah. <laughs> she got back down the train. Oh. If you can take a child and boost them, whether it's physically, you know, confidence-wise, um, you know, maybe they got coordination problems or whatever, the martial arts can definitely bridge yes. that gap. And I see it a lot in adults, specifically mm. with the capoeira. We start doing the moves, and as an adult, you don't want to try things for fear of embarrassment. Yes. So you're oh, actually yes. depriving yourself, you're robbing <laughs> yourself of, A, a good time, probably yeah. a laugh if you take a tumble, and growth. Yes. You know, so as a child, you know, you can quickly tell them to do things, and, and they go for it. Adults, it's uh, a bit trickier, but once they do it, and they, they have a good laugh, and they enjoy it, they don't turn back. Yeah, they love yeah. it. So martial arts is it's, it's a lot more than kicking and punching. Yes, it's, yes. It's good for you. Yes. You know, take the violence away. It's, it's, it's a community. Wholesome. There's a community yeah. around it because that's what I also see with the older people, with yeah. the with the um, evening classes. Like it's a family. That's it what is. it is. That's the word I'm it looking. Is. It's a family. It is. And um, so you don't, you're not worried about looking silly because you know they'll laugh with you. They no. won't. They won't laugh at, at you, you which is cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's fantastic. I actually wanted to check with you quick. Um, there's a. I've spoken to a few in the homeschooling community. I've spoken to a few moms that have special needs kids, yeah. like uh, motor issues. Um, yeah. um, do you work? How do you incorporate those kiddies into the class? Do you incorporate them into the class? Because I find with, sorry, this is completely no, off no, topic, but I know with um, with your classes, the way you work is the kiddies come, they check it out, they see if this is for them, and then yeah. you'll also see, obviously, if you can work with a child or not. Yeah. But I know you take the kids at their own pace. Yeah. You don't you don't overwork a child that no. is not, not a race. Yeah, it's not a race. Ready. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember, every child, every person learns differently. Mm. And in today's world, everything's a rat race. Uh, when your child is growing up, your child has to reach certain milestones, mm. or he's developing too slow, whatever. And that's nonsense. Yes. Especially in the martial arts world, because I could teach one child a, a combination in one minute and it might take the other child 10 minutes. Mm, and mm. who am I to say that that child is doing it wrong now just because he's taking longer? Mm. And if I put pressure on that poor child that's battling, mm. he's more than likely not going to come back. Exactly. Then I'm not accomplishing a, a good result. I'm not helping that child boost mm. his or her self-esteem or teaching them. Mm. And that's why the martial arts, it's a tool to better oneself. Mm. So... Some children, for example, can be a white belt for two, three years. If they're okay with that, I'm okay with that. Mm. Other guys want to go through the system quicker. If they're able to do so, I'm mm. not going to hold them back. It just boils down to everyone can take knowledge in, mm. in different ways. Mm. And years ago, I was taught in Taekwondo that there's four different ways of accumulating knowledge. Now, I believe there's about eight. Mm. For example, some children, you can show them the technique yes. and then they can mimic it. Another child, you'll need to explain it verbally, mm. then they can do it. The third child, you physically got to take them and, and move. The body. You see, so you've yes. got to keep those different methods in mind every time you, you've got a child in front of you. It's like I do with the school kids as well, is yes. you need to figure out what that child's learning style yeah, is. Exactly. And then you incorporate that into and what you're special. doing with If them. the teachers in schools had that same mm. mindset, we'd have a lot more success in school. Yeah. Because not everyone takes knowledge and can apply knowledge in the same method. Mm. So you as a teacher, as a coach, you need to recognize these things. Mm. In my Taekwondo days, when I taught a student, when I was going for my black belt, my instructor would say, if he's not getting it right, find a different way to yes. teach. Find a different method. Yeah. And that kind of broadened my perspective. Mm. And I think uh, that's a good way to teach because you, you can't expect every child just to 
to learn everything. Yeah. In a blink. It's yeah, but you see, that's once again, it's not this, it's not this, there's your box you need to fit into yeah. it. Yeah. That's also what I love about yeah. this. It's such a holistic approach to our life. Yeah. Like, this is the perfect um, extramural activity, lifestyle, yeah. whatever for Amber. And yeah. she's found a passion in it. Brilliant. And it, it slots into our worldview and into the way we school and into the way we parent. It slots so well yeah. into everything we do. Yeah. Because it's not... This is my way, and this is the way you will do it. It's yeah. we take the child and we see yeah. how can we help you get to where you want to get to. Yeah. A good mm. way I like to explain it. I often use it in the gym with the adults. Is I I give you the knowledge, I show you the road. Your job mm. is to travel that road. Yes. When I travel that road, it's not going to be the same as you. Mm. You don't have my mm. limbs. You don't have my reflexes. We don't mm. compute the knowledge the same way. Yeah. But I'm giving you the road. Your job is to travel it. Yes. Whether it takes you a week, two months, a year, mm. that's up to you. It's your responsibility yeah. to yeah. do it. No, you need to race. actually put in the work. You yeah. need to actually do something. You can't yeah. just, uh, you know, it doesn't just happen overnight. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it takes time. something you need to work at and be diligent in. Yeah, we call mm. it the 10,000 rule as well. For you to understand yeah. something in martial arts, you need to do it at a minimum of 10,000. Wow. Then for you to master it, you must do another 10,000. So mm. look at just a, a front kick. You need yeah. to do it 20,000 times. Then you fully understand the technique. Yeah. You know, so that puts things into perspective. <laughs> Think of how many times your yeah. little one has to take steps before she learns to yes. walk. She's taken over 10,000 steps now. But oh, now yes. she can walk without thinking. Mm -hmm. But it takes time exactly to learn. Thank you so much for actually for, for chatting to me, for <laughs> making you. time. And, you know, I'm, I'm so happy we finally got to do this. Thank you. Because I learned a lot. I always learn so much from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing the learning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Now, where can we get a hold of, like, people listening, where can we get a hold of you? Um, let's say the kiddies want to slot into a class. They want to check it out. They want to learn more about Marshall Way. Where do we go? Um, we do have a website, but uh, the website's severely outdated I actually had an argument the other day with one of my <laughs> clients they're like you say it costs this much and now you say oh it's this I'm like my. sorry we haven't updated it yes. but we do have a website it's uh, marshallway.co.za okay. um, you can contact me um, okay. you can email me anytime or if you want to just get in the car and bring the children to the club Yes. On a Tuesday or Thursday afternoon. If it's adults, any mm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday evening after okay. the wrestlers. What are the times? Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays in the evenings, we start at 7.30. Mm. That's the Kapawera class, and it's for an hour till 8.30. Mm. The MMA starts at 8.30 till 9.30. Okay. It is a bit late for the adults, but that seems to work for a lot of the yes. college and university students. Yeah. So it works nicely for them. Okay. The Bullyproof class is, as you know, is a Tuesday and Thursday from 2 to 3. Yes. Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays is our Jiu-Jitsu class. Mm. The most valuable style for ladies in terms yes. of rape prevention. That's from quarter to 8 till 9. Okay, at night. Yeah, at night. Okay. So all you got to do is try contact me or just get in the car. Okay, I'll put all of your links and the address and everything else in the notes to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. That's fantastic. And then thanks so much. Thank Have you, a man. wonderful day Thank and you. be blessed. <laughs> you too. You too. <laughs> Thank you for the coffee. Thank you.